Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, uh, man, it's like noisy. It's like every move I make with my mouth. Really? It's anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, <clears throat> other we interesting mics. mic technicalities going on. <laughs> we always, if we're due. Uh, this week is Need for Speed. Yep. And, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we had a viewer uh, question. Cool. And because uh, uh, we want to get to Need for Speed. But, uh, no, we had one that's totally yeah. unrelated to the movie. Um, and actually, last week, for some reason, we got, like, a lot of emails. Yeah. And uh, it, none really questions. Really? Just comment, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, keep it up, or yeah, like, we like suck, this. or this we is get good, those. or whatever. Or... You never tell me the there bad were, ones. Uh, well, we get those. I'm uh, sure we do. We get, I, think, I bet we they're get hilarious. Those, we get those once in a while. You're like, we usually, get those routinely. Actually, if they were hilarious, I would read them, <laughs> right? right? It if if somebody, like, went on and on right. and this had, is like, why something you suck. decent, right? right, then I would... You guys are a bunch of mouth breathers, and... Um, we got actually a couple that I thought uh, maybe we could that would like be funny. touch on a little bit, I cool. guess. But we, d- we did actually get uh, a few that were uh, kind of bagging on uh, some of I the doing? recent movie ratings that we've given or whatever. Just, really? Yeah. They liked them better than we did. Yeah. I, I like suppose. what? Do you remember? Um, you don't have to remember the names, but I'm curious as to like what, because we haven't seen a yeah, lot of winners lately. Yeah, that's true. So, um, I mean, you know, just uh, being overly harsh on stuff um, or whatever. Well, you know, well, who knows? Whatever. I mean, I could. I call I'll, it like I'll, I see I'll, it. I'll bring them back next yeah. week. Yeah. Email me again and have a, a more detailed that should be the That should be the next, uh, the next contest is like write us, even if you don't believe it, like write us the most <laughs> write scathing, us some great, insulting, some great negative email so right? that we can read them. Right. Um, we got one, and I, I want to mention it, but I'm not going to cover it yet because okay. uh, I got it too recently to really uh, look back and, and spend time picking things out. Um, somebody emailed us, and actually it was very specifically you that they were uh, pointed oh, at. Good. No wonder you like because, to bring it up. <laughs> uh, I think because there's, there's no point in asking me. And now that I'm giving you warning, yeah. you're not allowed to, like, Go look okay. at anything. No. But uh, the question was, uh, uh, they, had, they mentioned a couple of movies, but not very many. But what yeah. they wanted me to do was uh, see how your rating of movies that we covered a long time ago, like, hold up. Like if, so like oh, if so if I you say, said The Hunger Games, I'd have to be like, yeah, I like, think that's an eight. Yeah, like if I said, uh, uh-huh. what do you think you gave Cloud Atlas or whatever? Right. And, and, see, and I guess the idea, and it makes sense, is that if they ask me, well, somebody has to look and see what it is, and that would be me. So I I can't not is, cheat at that. Yeah. Well, th- and that's a that's a fun exercise, but it's tricky. Oh, and that sounds like I'm giving myself a way out, and I, and I am. But it's also tricky because time makes you either like or dislike. I I probably right. don't feel the same about Cloud Atlas as I did when we had to endure it. Right. And see, I think the thing was, it and was that's that, the whole point. We have an instant cool, reaction. Right. It was actually a very cool email. But it is an interesting idea. That was sort of their yeah. idea was. 
okay, now it's not instant anymore. Right. Now what's your rating of it? And so. we've done this, you and I, to a small extent, we've even talked about it on the show. We did it last year around the Oscar times when I said it's funny, five or ten years out, sooner or later, magazines like Entertainment Weekly or Rolling Stone say, well, in hindsight, we gave the Oscar to Argo, but we right. really know we should have given it here instead. Right, right. And sometimes they say, no, that was the right year. We did it. We got it right. But in right. hindsight, because sometimes you get that Millie Vanilli winner who wins, and then a couple of years later, everyone's like, why did that? Right. And, where and, were we all thinking? And actually, like we mentioned so, this, I don't know if it was uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think it might have been like when we did a show on Oscar Day. Yeah. And I said... You know how these things come out every year. If right. Gravity wins, <laughs> right. that will be the number one yeah. movie, you know, five years from now, ten years from now. Yeah. That will be the number one thing that everybody points to. Because those things always come out and it's like, you know, hey, look at 1975. And are you right. kidding me? This movie won versus right. these other things. Whatever. I mean, it's – and especially, you know what I think is really cool about those lists too, just so that we can babble more. Yeah. Is uh, when you have you love lists when you have yeah. so here's what won in 1975 right and then here are the other nominees and they'll and you know someone will go oh, really this should have won this should have won yeah and then it, what's even more interesting is this wasn't even nominated and right. came out in 1975 and totally should have won and, right I mean right. if you could pick now and you know those are pretty interesting. well I also love the implication or the idea in the um, <laughs> in the email, which suggests we just have a list in front of us of what films we've seen and what our what our rating was. Like to actually look this up to cheat and to to prime myself, my memory, right. I would have to do what anyone listening would have to do. I'd have to go to right. Blog Talk Radio or Are You Screening, look up the list, go through. And no offense to you, there's only like I think three or four, but there were even some where you got burdened with work. And there's no rating on them. Right, right. Like, I wouldn't even know. Right. So I would have to listen to the show and then be like, God, what, <laughs> did we like that or not? And even right. that way, because sometimes we rail on films we love, like, right. I wouldn't know until the end. So it, it's a fun idea. I don't know. It, it's, a, we'll it's an interesting question. And I think uh, more importantly, it's cool that, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know, people are thinking of things but it's and playing also, games with us. It's easy. It, it, I agree. It's, it's very cool. But it's also something that if you review something or you critique something, it almost always comes up as part of a discussion, which is, hey, you remember what you gave right. Nightmare on Elm Street, the new version? And be like, no, I kind of remember I didn't right. love it. But you're like, yeah, you get – and it's usually – you see it usually – I mean, we don't have – I mean, we have – hopefully we have fans, but we don't have anybody that will come up to us at a convention you right. know, and be like, oh, man, I loved your review of Hunger Games, right. you know. But you usually see it when somebody has a panel like that, and they're like, man, back in 1987, you said this. And we're like, I did? Yeah. Uh, okay. I did then. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of that, <laughs> and like I said, when I went to uh, South by Southwest a couple years ago, which yeah. uh, is timely because it uh, didn't go just ended or whatever. Right. And, uh, you know, when I went to that a couple years ago, there was a, a panel of, of movie critics, and it was the – it was – the goopiest thing ever, but yeah. it, it was uh, it like uh, I know that Eric Childress was on it cool. from uh, Movies dot com, I yeah. think. And uh, but there were there were like several people who were involved in the panel, and and they had this one part where they, uh, you know, I'm not sure what they were trying to get to in the end, but they had this one part where they uh, picked some movie reviews, right? Mm -hmm. 
And so they picked like some little parts of movie reviews and from all over the web and stuff like that. And, and from magazines, and right. the whole thing. And so they had this, this panel of, it was like six or seven uh, really popular internet critics. Yeah. And so they would say something like, uh, give us your pick for Denzel Washington's best movie right. or something like that. Right. Right. And so everyone goes, um, okay, and they write down or whatever. And they turn over whatever, and, like, some of them were like, I don't even remember. I mean, you know, whatever. Whatever it was. Some old, yeah. you know, movie where Denzel was, like, awesome or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they – and so then the guy asking the question, like, turns around and goes, so here's this quote from whoever in this review of Book of Eli <laughs> yeah. calling it the best work right. Denzel's ever done. And so they had all this stuff, and they – I don't know. They were bagging on – uh, internet movie critics basically for, uh, you know, s- trying to suck up to every movie that comes out because they're trying to get a quote somewhere. Right. You know, like if I call it the greatest movie ever, then someone will put it in their right preview or yep, something. In their tree, and, yeah. Which is actually really funny too because you know today you watch trailers or you watch like on TV. Yeah. If you pause those things, it's like they have a quote and like there's the tiniest of. I font. have like a 55 inch screen <laughs> yeah. TV and I can't read yeah. who it's from. Yeah. And it, they it put used it there to be so small. there used to be before. I mean, I know we're really digressing, but I totally it, don't know why we're talking about this. At but all. it really was amusing because years ago there was one guy and I think it was Leonard Malkin, but I might be throwing him under the bus unnecessarily. There was one film review before the internet was a blogosphere. Right. And there was one guy who would pimp himself out for any film. And if you saw him say, this is a four-star film, the best of the year, you knew that they sent him popcorn and <laughs> like sandwiches right, right. and stuff. Like he, he would always be compensated for stuff. But he never saw a film he didn't love. Every film he saw was a four-star experience. And whatever that reviewer right. was, that was the guy you always saw. And I remember other people would comment on it in the media and they would right. just be like, this guy, we don't even look at this guy's stuff. Right. So. Well, yeah, if everything's good. Okay. So anyway, I have no idea why we, how we got that far. On email. That. Yeah. The email thing but, threw us for a big loop. But, but thanks for the email. We're but easily so distracted. So next week I'm going to like go through and pick a few. Okay. And, That's cool. uh, and, and were, they actually sent a couple that they were like, well, these, but then pick some more old ones. Right. Cool. And, okay. We've and done a, a, lot a couple point. of them, I think it's kind of interesting. They, I, I think in the email, I have to go back and look. There's two or three yeah. that they said these ones specifically. And I think they have interesting reasons for doing those okay. two mm-hmm. or three, you know, whatever. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. That will be like that will a fun be, game. That will be interesting. We were, uh, I love how you're not playing. I, I was going to do, uh, as was suggested <laughs> to us, and we started kind of doing last week, I was going to do like a little preview of like the next a uh, couple of weeks and what's coming. Yeah. Except that I don't think there's any point to it right now because no. everyone knows what's coming in the next couple of weeks, right? I mean, it's, Divergent it's all is nice. very big thing. Yeah. Right? I mean, Captain right. America is right around the corner. Yep. Divergent is huge. Yep. And, uh, you know, Divergent is all anyone can talk about right, right. now. And Shailene Woodley is uh, bagging on Twilight movies and stuff. Yeah, and I know, I get, saw that getting too. her name. It's good. It's actually really cool. I really like her, but it's funny how, yeah. you know, she's just, and not that she's even doing it on purposely, um, but she's like just getting her name in 
the news or, you know, on the internet, right. just any possible any way, way she like, can. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what this story is from, but at some point she did an interview and she said she didn't like the Twilight movies. And now all of a sudden this is running. Shailene Woodley right. does not like Twilight. Right. And now everyone has to talk about that. Yeah. Um, it was funny, but um, it'd be different. You would love it if she was like, I hate the new Annie film. I'm uh, yes. <laughs> that's an easy, this is an easy, this is an easy ball to throw towards you to just kill 10 or 15 minutes and we don't have to get into it now no. but if we run out of time and that movie doesn't come out for so long i know did, if did we, we never talk about my hatred just for that you and me just you and me oh, that, that but if we run out of time i'll say so that any film yeah yeah that looks like the greatest then we'll of get all time email. then we'll get some stuff anyway. i saw another <laughs> i saw another tv clip out that had uh the trailer and, yeah. and I don't know. I saw like five seconds of it and I'm like, I know uh, he hates this. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, okay, so I think there was something else that I was going to do, but uh, we can save that anyway. Okay. But I do uh, like the idea that uh, people are sending us in stuff. Very and, much. And uh, giving us stuff to work with. Yeah. But, you know, you got to keep them coming and yeah. give us some questions about movies coming <laughs> up. And I'm sure, like, you know, as soon as we hate Captain America, then we'll get a bunch of right. emails. But other than that... Usually it's a franchise film that brings them out, that brings, you know, yeah. the fans really out if you're like... But Captain America actually looks pretty good. But I'm going, anyway. I'm going on record to say I love it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Already. I love it. Now you, now you can be quoted. That would, be, cool. that would be the new fanboy. This fan is a four-star right? four film. We'll start another show where yeah. we rate movies we haven't seen. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> like, I would love to do that. Even before Instant right. Reaction Review. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, this actress was really horrible in this movie. I can't you know, believe they have any cast yet. All right. Need for Speed. Um, you know, starting off with this movie. All right, we got to just give our ratings. Um, right. Everybody is all on board for Need for Speed, as far yeah. as I know. Right? Yeah. Um, and this is the time, right? Because it's battling 300, really. I it's guess. the only big thing. Yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel, even though... Still eludes us. It's like broken records for yeah. limited release, and it's... Wherever it shows up, it's making tons of money, yeah. but it won't show up anywhere anywhere near us, and uh, no one will. And Mr. Peabody and Sherman killed. This That was the winner of the weekend. Was it? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of surprising. Yeah. I, it I think it is. Out. Right. I think it right. is. Huh. I think if you've got a brand new film out like Need for Speed, you expect to take this weekend. And right. No. Yeah, but it's. It's not getting a great critical reaction. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got to get to our, we got to do give our rating. Right. Damn it. Um, Hit it. I am really kind of like <laughs> you love. You know here. No, this movie was, and I say this a lot, but this movie was a very weird experience overall. Yeah. It was hard to kind of just nail down because it kind of kept changing. Yeah. And being different things. Anyway. I think I'm pretty solidly at like a two and a half. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it had some decent parts to it and everything, but I mean, it just, there was too much. Yeah. There was too much that was awful to counteract anything. And even the stuff that was, that was good. I didn't really like it. Yeah. I just, I just kind of could find a certain appreciation for it. Right. But I didn't, it, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, and, you know, it was, I, I almost, you know, when I was, when we were walking out, when, as, yeah. soon, as soon as it was over, I kind of was asking myself, is Michael Keaton in, being in this movie 
up things at all, or does it down things? Yeah, <laughs> and I can't I, decide that either. I, I had I had a similar thing. We're we're at the same. I thought two and a half. Ah, oh, it stinks. I was hoping you were going to be at bastard. least. I thought you were going to be at least a little bit more forgiving. I love to throw this out, not because it taunts you, but because I really, at one point, had a long time to think about this because this movie is long. This is a, <laughs> we saw this. Sure. Here, here's the here's the details on this. We saw this last night in 3D late show. So this is, right. is this is relatively and uh, it's it's uh, hitting about. Um, people have mentioned we have to mention this. Yep. and I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes is actually right now. But the Metacritic right. last night it was something like forty five. It's down or? now. It's thirty nine now. Oh really? Yep. Wow, that was quick. Um, okay. And that's kind of well. Well, what I started to say is I thought you were going to be around. I didn't think you'd be four and a half. I thought you might be three and a half to four, because I feel like there's an argument to be made here that this film is trying to do a very specific thing. And I think it does that. Right. We could get, we could get all over. Right. Right. But so, so (laughs) the quick thing that made me think of all this is I'm at two and a half and part, probably a half of that is all because of Michael Keaton. I thought he elevated what was there. And in a weird way, because again, this film is two hours and 10 minutes long. And it certainly doesn't have to be crazy. In my mind, I'm thinking if this were a 90, or a hundred minute movie, it would be pushing it. It would be, it could tell the story it wants to tell then. Right. You're looking at a half hour of extra footage here and it's not, right. and, and it's not and necessary. None of it's particularly interesting. And Michael Keaton really, if you ran his, his scenes back to back, I mean, is he five minutes at most? Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, what he does is basically takes the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems that the story had for me, which is bad dialogue. Yeah. And, he, and he sells it. He does the best job selling everything that's happening for me in a way that was reminiscent of Harrison Ford famously saying to George Lucas, you can write this shit, but you can't say it like his dialogue is that bad. But make no mistake about this film, you know, to anybody who's interested in seeing it. This is one of those things where we talk about I'm not a car guy. I'm not interested in horsepower or any V8, 12, 15 engines or rims or hubs or whatever. Those that are are going to see this film anyway. That's the built-in audience. And then those who love that video game are going to see it anyway. That's also the built-in audience. We're the guys they're hoping to catch, not the built-in audience who will go and have a blast. And and, and, and also there's, a, you know, there's kind of a, a certain crossover that they're hoping people will just ignore the idea that there might be a difference. Right. Like... Uh, you know, I don't like really the Fast and Furious movies. They're okay, some of them. Some of them I are do. Some of them are bad. Some of them are okay. <clears throat> but they're, I'm not like, oh, hooray, the next Fast and Furious right. is coming out. Whereas you like them a little bit more. Yeah, I do. Despite not, not caring that, about cars at all. And, and all that sort yeah. of thing. And so this, there's part of this movie is trying to just go. It's it's just like that. Right. Period. If you don't look too hard, because <laughs> right. it's got it's got tires uh. squealing, it's got races happening, it's got engines roaring, and I mean right. roaring. Um, it, as a strange aside, I think I enjoyed watching the racing, the actual action of the cars in 3D. Like I thought that actually gave a little yeah, bit there, of a push. There was some. Uh, it wasn't gratuitous. There was some but decent it was fun. racing scene yeah. stuff. Some of it was a little goofy. Some of it yep. was pretty cool. And, you know, overall, I don't know that you need to see it in 3D. No, I don't. Right, exactly. But it's some of it's kind of interesting it in was, 3D. It's just yeah. sort of a different – like, 
it's just because it's outside the realm of what you usually right. see people I don't often see, promoting yeah. 3D-ishly. I just, it, when we see a film in 3D, I kind of like to throw out whether or not it was needed or necessary. Right. Like if, if you see a sci-fi film or something like that in 3D, it probably will pay off. But a car film, I mean, but I, I like that one. But it was, it, it was good. It, it wasn't bad with the 3D. Part of, part of the stuff that was interesting for me, and I didn't know right off, was that the, the director used to be a stuntman. And that makes sense in a way because the story for me, the problem with the movie is they don't even use Aaron Paul the way I would deem correctly. He, he almost feels like a guest star in his own film sometimes. Right. But the movie doesn't take off in any way when there's just talking or dialogue. It's all kind of wooden and has been and cliche, but the, the story happens when there's action. When the director, who's a former stuntman, seems to be like, hey, now I can tell a story. I know how to do this. Right. And I was surprised to look. I mean, it's hard to find any film now, a, mo- a major film uh, from a major studio that isn't touched up in some ways. And I don't mean in a 3D way, but a lot of this stuff wasn't CGI stuff. I guess a lot of this right. was like straight up real. We're going to teach you to drive. Right. A lot of it and was. And you're going to drive. Like there's a scene where Aaron Paul takes like this $2 million car and speeds it, you brakes it, spins and jumps out right in front of the camera, and it's him. Like, it's not a stand-in, it's not a CGI thing. I mean, what a blast that must have been for them. But to know now that I'm looking at real cars doing these things instead of just a CGI Tokyo thing, I had an appreciation for it, like what you said. But that appreciation, that acceptance, don't translate into a well-knit story that moves at a good pace. Right. I mean, it just it felt no, flat. No, no, the story is completely horrible. So um, <laughs> yeah, to uh, to run through a little bit. So uh, and you know, I got to tell you, I don't, don't know, know any names. I don't know or care what yeah. anyone. I name remember is. some of the names. Toby it, is it, Aaron this, Paul in this whole movie. Yeah, um, yeah, Aaron Paul. So Aaron Paul is uh, has a body shop. Yeah, has a, his like group of friends yep. that uh, run this body shop, and now I'll. I'll tell you one thing that's really weird that I did like about the movie yeah. is that, uh, okay, so when the movie starts, they're going to do some race, and uh, they're, they're going to do, like, their street racing. They go to the drive-in to, like, as the pre-race right. ritual or right. whatever the hell. They all meet up there. And uh, so they're going to they're gonna do this race, and the bad guy shows up, yeah. right? And he is—he's come back, uh, whatever, with uh, the girl that Aaron Paul used to date. Apparently, right. that Aaron Paul is his best friend is her brother. Right. And he's and and this uh, the best friend guy's a little younger. Yeah. So like there's, there's kind of like a big brother little brother thing going yeah. on, and clearly they've known each other forever. Right. And uh, but now his ex girlfriend is dating. You know the bad guy, Dino. Yeah, <laughs> Dino, 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 the bad guy, Dino Bravo, or something. And uh, and they come back, and there's <laughs> Dino, and and everyone's like, oh, Dino, Ooh. right? And yeah. it's all, you know, there's a lot of this movie that I was like uh, thinking, the, all the worst movies that I grew up with, you know, mm-hmm. that were like trying to almost sink a little bit into the uh, uh, like Hughes kind of, yeah. 
you know, uh, Hughes is making all these movies about younger people doing goofy things, and we'll kind of try to jump on that bandwagon, and they were all horrible. Yeah. But so Dino comes in, and he comes back, and everyone hates him. Right. Uh, they, <laughs> they all hate him. And now Dino wants him to do something for him and this whole thing. And one of the things that I like about the movie is that they never said anything about why they hate him. Yeah. They just they just hate at him right. and talk and, about how you always hate it. And you know we him. hate him because he's dressed in black mm-hmm. and his expression right. he has like a sneer. Even yeah, even like the guy, the, the the actor, Dominic Cooper, doesn't look like this. I'm not picking on him inherently for his appearance, but he he looks as if someone took Vaseline that smelled like crap and put it over his top lip. Like he's always smelling something foul and it's him. That's what we're supposed to believe. Right. And he's always like kind of squinting his eyes. He is always like, he's always, he's always looking at you like you're farther away than you are. (laughs) He can't quite see you. He's got like some weird expressions going on. Yeah. But, um, but I liked the fact that they just did, we didn't have to sit through a flashback scene or we didn't have to, you know, like we had any time when the movie's this long anyway. But I thought that was just interesting to just go, look, it doesn't matter. We know that they hate him. They grew up together. Bad things happen. He grew up in that area. Right. right. And he's like, uh, stinking rich. And he actually went on to, Great success. Uh, be in real right. racing and right. be a real racer and win things. And yep. now he's got all kinds of money and he had all kinds of money anyway because apparently his uncle is like right. the richest person ever. Right. Uh, his, his uncle's like uh, Bill Gates or something. Something I like don't know. That, yeah. Because we go, we at one point go to his house and uh, he's got a, a three pack of $3 million cars <laughs> right. in, in his garage. Yeah. So, uh, which is just for the sake of ridiculous, right? Um, and you know, not only that, but uh, I mean, it's bad enough, but he's got three identical cars supposedly from, uh, Kernigzeg who makes like eight cars a year. Right. And he's got one year. He was just like, I'll take them. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, but but what they are is they're like big cars in the game. Right. They're, uh, you know, they're yeah. like if you really unlock a lot of stuff, right. then you get the Agera or something and whatever. Yeah. So, so that's the one we're going to watch them drive around in. And uh, which, you know, I don't know how they worked out that deal with, the, with the car makers. But, you know, the... The the total value of the movie and the production cost just to like rent those for a day to shoot with them yeah. or who knows what. Anyway, um, so so uh, he come Dino comes back and he's all evil and everything and mm-hmm. he wants them to rebuild the like infamous uh, Shelby Mustang. Shelby Mustang right. <laughs> that uh, uh, Ford and Shelby were building and then Shelby died right. and so it's unfinished and now he owns it. Or his uncle owns it, or you know whatever it is. Yeah, and because uh, his uncle and Shelby were tight, or something. I don't know. <laughs> don't pay like attention a, to it. Yeah, yeah, it's like don't look at my explanation <laughs> too long. Right. And uh, and it's it's funny because he says that, and he goes, "Well, my uncle knew Shelby, and if you do pay, it's like, well, there's like eight people he could be." Right. <laughs> right. And that's it. And now, yeah. whoever, whatever. It's like, you know, it's like Richie Rich at some point. It's just yeah. like, I own the whole world yeah. or something. Anyway, uh, so he wants him to do that. And because apparently uh, Aaron Paul's like awesome at 
building cars because yeah. if you have like a two or three million dollar car you want rebuilt, he's the guy to bring it to. Right. Don't think about that very long yeah, no. either. <laughs> well, and they try to cover it with this, you know, animosity between the two, and it's supposed to be a hint of backstory. You know, that they're around the same age, and that one's got privilege, and the other just has hard work. And and you know, and they, he says, "I've never met anybody who could fix a car and make it make it run like you can." Right. And he's like, "And I'm and you're supposed to believe that he's worldly now." Right. So he still remembers this guy in French that Kentucky and, kind of thing, right. you know, and. And, and he's, you're uh, supposed to bite on that. He but. says to he says like uh, you know something like the work you did on blah blah blah. Right. And so now right. I know that you I've seen that you've done this great work. Yeah. And it's uh, about as ridiculous a story as it could be. <laughs> yeah. Except that it's it, it, one of the least ridiculous things that <laughs> that happens. It's certainly nothing to come. It. Yeah. So um, so yeah. So there's the we've got this race that that happens. Um, to start things off, and you know, Aaron Paul wins, so now he's got five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And what I kind of like about that too is that kind of right out of the gates, you know where you are mm-hmm. with the fact that this <laughs> race exists. Now we're setting up a lot of stuff to come right. in the future because we've got uh, our one guy, we've got the uh, you know little brother best friend guy wants to race, yep. and he's going to race, and he looks up to Aaron Paul like. You know, any little brother who's not really your little brother would, I suppose. Right. But we're, like, setting the stage for these various people in the crew that, like, do the work. And there and there's the one guy who can fly because yeah. we want to have a guy who can fly later. It, it's like the A-team. I don't know. Have it one guy like can fly. A-team. One it's guy like, can do this. It's like the garage of the A-team, but really. It's, but it's really, really, I think, very telling that this is – first of all, it's not really related – to the video game so much it's got, until like the final race. Right. Then the final race, you're kind of going, okay, so this is like how the video. This game is how it and is. It's, yeah. it's it's weird. And then and then it all falls apart because the whole race doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> because because uh, uh, so the ultimate thing is there's this secret race, the De Leon. We're jumping all around. It doesn't matter. Um, that we're, we're that doing Mike, what the movie does. That basically. Michael Keaton runs. Yep. He runs this secret race where basically you get invited to enter this secret race that will take place on streets yep. somewhere in California, and uh, and you basically put up your car. Right. And it's winner take all, and whoever wins the race gets everyone's car. Right. Except that it turns out that. That can't possibly make any sense because all you, the winner, gets is a giant pile of junk. <laughs> Just burning metal. <laughs> right. Maybe a tire rim. And uh, anyway, it all goes crazy at the end, especially because we want to have the cops involved because mm-hmm. that's what happens in the game. Right. Except that that doesn't make any sense either. But yeah. uh, back to the beginning. So we set up the guy. We set up the guy <laughs> that uh, can fly because we have other things. We have other stunts we've created that we want to find a way to use. Yeah. And we need a guy who can fly. So we have that character, which right. I think is awesome. I think that was funny, and I um, like the way they and, did it. And he was he was a cool character, yeah. and and actually added some of the best stuff to the movie. Really. Yeah, he did. But the thing that's that's weird, that's so telling about that beginning to me, is that what you ultimately have is they have people all over the the streets, um, up and down this course that they've laid mm-hmm. out or whatever. And uh, I mean, you've got people like blocking off. Right. Certain parts, certain parts are not going to be able to be blocked off. So you've got the flying dude in the Cessna, yeah, going over this little because it's a smaller it's like town a town, in New yeah. York, right? He's 
he's flying over so that he'll be able to tell people because right. everybody is wired up in their car to be able to hear him. Yep. And he'll be able to say, oh, there's a bunch of traffic right. up ahead or it's really clear so that they know if they can open up or not. Yeah. And then they and then they have this uh, weird van at, yeah. at one point that's yeah. got all this like computer gizmo, who knows what going on. And also you've got the way that the course is laid out there at certain points, they're like driving through the parking ramp Mm -hmm. structure or something and then turning around and you're on these like tiny little streets and everything. Basically a course that no one could ever remember. There's no way they could know what that course is. I mean, it's like 800 turns all through different streets. I'm watching this and especially when they come into like the downtown deserted area and I'm thinking that kind of looks like a city that, you know, a town that we're near uh, into some way. And I'm like, if you didn't know this route, the only way you would know it is if you always raced it. And if you always race it, cops are going to be watching this thing right, all night. Right, right. Like there's, there's damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I was thinking that when they came up and around the steeple and they came around like the, the town center. Right. And I'm like, How, who's directing these things? Uh, right. And, and there's people. It just doesn't make sense. There's people but, every once in a while who are doing other stuff. And basically the sum total of all of that yeah. is that they've spent about 80 grand <laughs> yeah. on um, having this race that you could win $5,000 right. to do it. I right. mean, you know, the guy's paying for plane gas. Ne- <laughs> We've got our giant <laughs> right. van of computer I've never tech. played. It's I've crazy. never played the game. I thought when I saw the film, I thought that must be maybe where it'll seem familiar to game players that that's where you first learn how to ride your car well you know like well, no, I, I it thought that really was one of those things. there's so many versions I know. of the game and i just thought right. i just thought that'll seem familiar this scene exists to get the action moving we we have a car race six minutes into the film everyone's ready it must be something to the game that i don't know no that's it, all i could think of no it's totally not and it's just uh, even worse that it's just bad here's story. here's the weird thing about that and trying to connect it to the game too there's so many versions of this game and mm-hmm. i mean i will admit i haven't played all of them right. so maybe it's from the oh, one some of them right. or whatever right but the the games don't even absolutely necessarily make sense sure as just... a series because you'll play one game and there's kind of like a story mm-hmm. kind of a thing going on and and in each game as far as i know you can play as either the racers or the cops right and you can you can be the cops and try to catch people i like that yeah but in some of them there's like kind of a story Mm -hmm. and in some of them there's there's really nothing there's just like here's your next race you can go to and then you can unlock stuff and then oh look now you can race over here whatever you can race in these different areas and whatever but it's not like you know this is a game that's got a massive you know, connection to the next right. game. Right. You okay. know, it's not like Need for Speed 2 and it relates, right. really. Right. They have all these, need, weird. you know, they have to come out with a game every year. Yeah. And they just keep coming. And some of them are, you know, very focused on one thing, maybe. Yeah. Then you, the next time it comes out, it's very broad again. It's it's very, it's really weird. Yeah, it is weird. But it doesn't have anything to do with this story. It's the, it, it's right? the way it, it felt and the way I was looking at it. And I'm like, this means it, something to somebody. I know. But no, but the, the whole so. the whole uh, the only connection really with uh, the video game is the fact that they're street racing in general. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I mean that that could be its own connection. Yeah. 
And the race at the end where all of a sudden the cops, right, that one. The cops yeah. are all kinds of involved and you're trying to get away from them. Mm-hmm. And even kind of a lot of the stupider stuff in the end race with the cops is oh, yeah, very right. connected to the that game. Like, you know, the cops, uh, the cop cars all blow up trying and to get, yeah. fly off right. into the distance mm-hmm. and then they're wrecked and everything right. like that. That felt a lot that like the game more, and had right. like a connection to the game. That's interesting. But it's just um, – so moving on with the – but it was so weird to watch it when you go, really? Logistically, this, this doesn't – yeah. Why – you know, have him win more money or right. – but if he won more money, then he wouldn't be all poor and on, right, the, and the bank on, his, on, on his neck. Right, yeah. so that he has to take this job. So he takes the job uh, building the car, yeah. and he – does it and another thing I kind of liked about the movie is that he does it instantly. Yeah, there was no, it, they, it, it comes to him like basically goes, in pieces, and he's he, like, "There's no frame or anything." And like tomorrow, right? And then he goes, "Done, I'll do it." And then they have <laughs> right. this, they have this scene. He's like, "That's what happens." Is he goes, "I don't have to think about it. I'll do it." And then he has this like weird chat. With yeah, his giant, you guys with his giant bromance <laughs> yeah. group of people. Yeah. And explains why they have to do it, and and some of the guys are going, "Are you kidding? Don't do it." Okay, it's a half million dollars. Yeah, and and they have no money. Yeah, and at least half of them are going, "Don't do it. You can't work with him." I'm like going, "I'll do. I'll work what? with him." Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it it it's very funny too. Just like thirty seconds before when they were talking about having they just won five grand, and they were so elated, they have no clue right, what right. five hundred. Right, you know, and then do. see, and then it's weird because once they do that, then now I want to know the backstory. Right, because now he killed people or something. Yeah, he didn't just, right. He's just he's not just like your high school nemesis or something. It's where, almost what that's almost the thing. That's almost the feeling. It's funny you say that because I felt that too. I'm like it. You feel like all they did was race, and he always lost to Aaron Paul, but he got all the benefits. Right. It feels so high school drama. Right. Like these are adults. They're supposed to be in their late 20s, maybe right. very early 30s. You should be over that right. locker room drama. But right. it seems like that's the only motivator. It's like, what did you feel in high school? This. Go with it. Right. So so they do that. So anyway, um, so like long story short, we don't need the whole thing, right? But so that deal like happens, but then it they get into this, you know, playing macho at each other yeah. kind of thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, Let's race about it. Right. And who knows even let's what settle they're, everything with a race. Who knows even what they're racing about at this point? Yeah. But they're like, let's race about it. Then little brother wants to get involved in the race, and that's where the uh, the three Agaras come in. Yeah. And and they all three race. And which know. doesn't make any sense. I mean, sorry to jump in, but again, the problem with the film is that doesn't make any sense. Like if no, Dino, totally Dino basically like what you said. They get they get into a little bit of a you know, a piss off with each other. And he's like, look, you think you can beat me? Put your money up. I'll right. put my 75% up against your 25. Little brother jumps in. He's like, I'm in. And I'm thinking, what 500,000 have you got to run my right. rare car? Like, that doesn't make right. any and sense Right, and Dino wants all. him to do it. And, uh, and he Dino's does. like, yeah, yeah, you get in. You're in too. <laughs> yeah. I happen to have three of these. Right, Justin. So you, know, you, can, you can even pick first. Right, like, so I you mean, can do it too. Right, so it was completely ridiculous yeah. right there. But they have to have this race, which it also doesn't make any sense because of exactly what happens. Because what happens is that right. little brother starts boxing them out right. so that 
you know, Aaron Paul can just take off and not have to pay attention right. to him. And little brother's not trying to win. No, nope, he's, he's just trying he's to just get trying to keep, help everybody keep out. in yeah. front of Dino. Yeah, which so it doesn't make sense again <laughs> that you would let him race. Oh, this is a headache. Just so that Dino can kill him, basically. Right. So Dino like taps him and uh, yeah. taps him on the you know back bumper like you see Spins in the you out. see in the yeah. cop shows. Except that when you're in a tiny little car going made out of seventy miles an yeah. hour, yeah. The car all of a sudden lifts into the air, does a bunch of flips, right? Blows up and yep. you know whatever. I mean, it's yeah. It doesn't just slow him down. Well, and then he like pushes him for a while. Anyway, right. So, uh, so then that happens, and Dino just takes off, right? And uh, Aaron Paul obviously like goes back and sees it in the rearview mirror and, and doesn't finish turns the race. around and yeah. everything. Dino just takes off. Mm-hmm. And then we learn that basically what happens is that uh, Dino takes off and reports the car is stolen. Right. Instantly. And then the cops go find the cars. And and so Aaron Paul goes away for a couple years uh, on a manslaughter charge of apparently killing the guy. Yeah, good behavior or Grand Theft Auto, one of the other. Which also doesn't make any sense. No. (laughs) At all. No. It doesn't. Except that it works for our story. So he goes away for two years. Yep. So then, uh, you know, fast forward to him getting out, which I thought was funny, too, because twice he goes to jail in this movie. Yeah. And both times it takes five seconds. Right. It's like you're going to – somebody mentions the fact that you might go to jail. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it's two years later and he's walking out. Right, right. Which is an uh, interesting spin on fast forwarding. You know, nothing about the fact that he was in jail is interesting to us, and we don't have to look right, at nothing. it at all. I, I, I almost laughed when it faded, and then all, all you see at the bottom of the screen is two years later. And then it opens up with him getting out of jail, and I just was like, I have no clue what this movie's doing. Right. Like, I get the story that they're putting in front of me now, but what the hell is right. happening? Right. And uh, so anyway, then what happens is he... Uh, I like contacts the person that he they sold the the um, the Ford to. Yeah. Right. The uh the Shelby. I'm trying to think of the yeah, I'm trying to think of Shelby. They he contacts that guy and says, Let me race your car in the Daily Own. Right. And now it's all about the secret race and it's all about the girl who works for the guy yeah. who bought the car. So there's there's this girl. We saw her earlier when when we were first selling the car. Yep. She is the like right hand man of whatever other Uber rich person we know who we yeah. were trying to sell the car to. And they have some really goofy banter at the introduction of them where, mm-hmm. oh, you don't think I could know anything about cars? Because that scene right there is a good example because that sort of stuff happens all through the movie, mm-hmm. right? That's a good example of why this is like a good starter movie. This is like for people who've yeah. never seen a movie before. Try this one. Th- this might be a good introduction because that is like the oldest yep. whole line of nothing. I yep. mean, so much of this movie is kind of cut and paste from mm-hmm. other every other trope or it, cliche. It's not even it's not film. even like the stuff here is cliche, right? It's like they took the movie that at the at the end of the line, like of cliches, they found a movie where everyone already hated that movie because everything was cliche, mm-hmm. and then they just stole everything from that movie. <laughs> it's like it's like a whole nother step of being cliche. Yeah, it was it was really bad. But the the thing that was 
also weird about it is there's a part of this movie that – and it goes back and forth, which, which is the really weird part. But there's part of this movie where if we had – it's not really the video game thing, but it, it's like if we had a, a, a manja book of this. And it's, you know, it's almost like some weird – I don't I don't even know what, but it's some weird like cartoon that we're trying to show because especially in a lot of parts even when they are driving and especially when they're driving at the end it's it's like we're looking at a frame and things are even really off in a weird way yep. so that it really looks like we're looking at a frame of like a of like a comic, a comic or yeah. or a graphic novel or something I saw that. even even the part where you know, when Aaron Paul is driving in the very final race, mm-hmm. and we keep looking at him driving in through his mirror, through his like side mirror kind of or whatever, yeah. all of a sudden his face is like an inch and a half from the <laughs> steering wheel. Yeah. And he's driving, and it's like he's got this weird expression, and it, it feels like you're looking at, you know, like a Speed Racer comic or, yeah. or something like that where it's just a panel and mm-hmm. he has to, like, go, I'm right. driving and I'm mad. And, yeah, and you see speed lines around his face. But he's and, in this, like, weird position to yeah. do it in. And then we look over at Dino, and he's, like, snarling over. And there are a lot of things that um, in that same, I don't know, that same vein that the movie does that just seems so weird that are so i don't know maybe movie magic or something but there's a part where the guy flying the helicopter mm-hmm. is flying his helicopter in front of the cars and he's talking to him on his headset yeah and he's looking at them yeah and it's the most that just would n- makes no sense <laughs> at all he's flying really <laughs> low right above the street in a big city yep and he's looking back and talking to him. Yeah. He can't see them. Right. There's no reason for him to be looking back. Looks cool. It's not like I and I don't know. It's so all, it's all about There's the cool. a lot of that stuff especially like I said with Dino at the end, you can almost like see the little bubble of speech above his head yeah. because he's like he's so and you know they don't move a lot, which is weird too. It's right. like they're captured in a frame. Yeah. They're they're driving but they're not moving. I mean sometimes they are, but most but the there are a lot static. of these shots where yeah. they're go- when they're going around a turn, we just watch them the whole time they're going around a turn. So they've already turned the steering wheel, and they're yeah. just sitting there doing it, yeah. going, <laughs> I mean, it's like really <laughs> weird. And uh, it, even in the beginning part, when uh, just before the guy dies, yeah. and him looking in his rearview mirror all the time, and right. the way that they shoot that and film where... You know, when you look in your rearview mirror, what you have to do is, like, move your whole head over to where the rearview mirror is and yeah. not look at the road anymore. And you're just like, oh, I'm looking back at you, you know, in this, like, weird expression Yeah. as you're driving this super fast car really, really fast. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's very weird. There was some weird thing, like, as though we were trying to turn it into – like the world's greatest motion comic advancement on reading comic books or right. something. Yeah, I, I don't know. There were there were a couple points that were really weird. I mean, again, I'm not I'm not expecting a film, you know, to be like this. This is no joke. I'm not seeing, 
you know, 12 Years a Slave or anything ridiculously super intelligent and outreaching. It's a car film. It's supposed to be a race film. Right. I get it. But at least try to, you know, keep your own story straight. Like, when they challenge each other and little brother dies, later you find out that his alibi, that Dino's alibi was he was somewhere, he had two people with him all day, somewhere right. else. He was, he was never even anywhere near. Them. We are led to believe that a half hour before this race happens, they just sold the car to right. Julia. Like, he actually was seen with the, I mean, right. there's a huge plot problem right there. Right. Later, it the, just keeps coming there's up. There's no way that Aaron Paul could just say, hey, couldn't he has get a, them to right. say. Hey, by the way, I have witnesses that he was with me 20 minutes before these right. accidents happened. So there's a big problem there. And then they just, like, there are little hiccups. Once I started seeing, the dialogue is so rough. It's, it's almost like you let it just go because it's bad. Right. It's not the worst ever, but it's not memorable. Except when later, Aaron Paul needs help. He needs a car. And Anita, the sister that he used to, not his sister, but the little brother's sister, his sidekick, she meets him and she finds out that Dino's a bad guy and she gives him access to a place where he can get the car he needs. It happens to be the car that Dino used to kill her brother. And what she says is, I know Dino was there the night my brother died. It, it, your brother didn't die at night. Your brother died in broad daylight. Like, all of these things happen. And I'm watching this thing Yeah, but unfold. we changed the script. And I'm like, does anybody that. know what they're doing on this film? Again, if you if you just want to see a film that reminds you, and I don't know how many people even remember films like this anymore, but like the Cannonball Run. For me, the right. film is at its best when when uh, Toby and Julia are driving across country to get to the De Leon Run, to, right. to the, get to the actual race. That race is so quick in the end, it doesn't even matter. It's all the stuff of getting there that was actually interesting. Right. In 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 doing so, it hits all the highlights of what a car film. Not just like a video a, like game, a, like a but road a car trip kind of. You car see, film, you yeah. see desert roads. You see old gas stations with gas, you know, pumps that ding, ding, ding. They they right. have bells on them still. You have these vistas. You have these downtown streets, like you see drive-ins. You know, these old garages. You see all these things that mean something to a car guy at, well, or a car at, person. At the drive-in, they're watching bullets. And, and this is what I'm saying. Like there are there were enough little things in the beginning that I actually thought were endearing. I like that bullet. You know, famous Steve McQueen car chase film. I like that that was the film that was in the drive-in. But this was a very funny moment. That was the exact moment you leaned over to me and you're like, "Is this in the past?" Right. Because they're they're because they're clothing, clothing all, all sorts all these of things. old cars. We hadn't seen any contemporary things at all, and you're right. actually kind of led to believe maybe this is 1977. Right. And Who it, knows? And it was and it was interesting. Everyone's got an old car. Right. And even the people in the race, they're all they're older all cars. Old, and that's and only, what we're looking at. Only when Dino pulls into their garage and he's got this flashy super Mercedes, right, right. then you know, okay, wait, I'm actually in today's time right. frame. But all of these things that happen, um, you know, for people that are into cars or into racing or even just into this video game, this is going to be really pleasurable. They're going to they're gonna have all their greatest hits met. Like all these crazy cars I don't know a thing about. Right. I don't care what their horsepower is. Um you know, and on and on, really, the thing that bums me out is that I think Aaron Paul is a very talented guy, and I think that he has the ability to be a good leading man, because even in the short amount of stuff that he has to do in this film, you don't get the sense that he's indestructible or invulnerable. He's not Maverick. You know, he's not right. Indiana Jones. He's actually a very human character, and I think that's what Aaron Paul can do for leading man roles, is he can humanize them in a way that... Not a lot of people are doing, you know, it's, he's not ever going to get The Rock. 
you right, know, to right. lose a role. Right. But he might, if Ryan Gosling drops out of something, he might be able to sneak into a Ryan Gosling kind of thing, that kind of role. You, you, don't, you think I'm stretching. I'm thinking of Driver. You know, I'm thinking of things like that. But he's totally wasted in this. He's, he's, absolutely, well, yeah. he's absolutely not used to any potential, and neither is anybody else. Um, but I, I say all of that by almost also admitting that a lot of the film just isn't for me. Aside from the homage stuff, it's just easy to make jokes about car movies, you know, being flat or running out of gas, you know, har, har, ha, ha, that kind of stuff. It, the biggest proponent for a headache is that this movie is 130 minutes long. And you take something like, it's almost unfair to hold it up against things, um, totally unique. But you take something like The Fast and the Furious. And that first film is, I think, an hour and 45 minutes at most. There's more action. There's more character. There's more intensity. There's, I mean, I don't know to what extent I could argue there's more carness. Because as a guy who's not into that stuff, maybe this there's, one has that. There's kind of, there's different carness. But it's, it's, you know. it's a totally different, and I mean the pun because <laughs> that's the I love puns but I mean it's a totally different vehicle it right. is absolutely much more streamlined to doing all of this than you're, you're getting on oh, I thought you were making the call no. then then this film actually is and and the only excuse that I can give it is you basically take someone who is a who's a stuntman and is sick of CGI films and says you know what I can do I can take a property that's about cars and my whole crew grew up driving cars we can make a real life version of car chases again and in doing that maybe that's the hook to get this thing started but right and that wasn't for me here's my problem with that like uh, (laughs) you know now i'm i'm crossing over on my superhero thing here with this movie because there's no need for this movie to be need for speed right Uh, and just like you know if you want to make that movie well then make that that movie. movie and one of the worst things about this movie is that there's a movie with kind of a story mm-hmm. that, it, you know, not the best story, but not the worst story not that's ever happened, right? right? And then it's built around this part where there's a bunch of people going, you have to do all this crap because that will be Need for Speed. Right. And, you know, pick one. Right. Just And, yeah. and when it goes weird into Need for Speed mode, it's really odd. Right. And some of the normal parts are okay uh, but yeah. but it changes very dramatically mm-hmm. in what it's doing and why it's doing it and then the final result is y- you're having something that has these pretty real elements mm-hmm. mixed with these like cartoon real right. elements where right. where Dino is just the craziest you know villain yeah. goofy thing yeah and then mixed with things like that end race where, you know, the cops are like throwing their cars yeah. at other cars. Right. Where that's like a whole surreal kind of yeah. video game. Um, you know, cops don't actually do that. <laughs> no, they, 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 can't, they can't do that. <laughs> I mean, so, so then you're like mixing it all together. And right. it's like if you picked one, I'll try okay. and play along with your movie. Right. But if right. you're trying to do them all. I, I – I liked some. I, I distracted myself. I liked some of the touches. I liked that bullet reference, and I liked that homage of things. And I like how you kind of get the greatest hits for a person like me who's not a car person. I I could recognize car things. Right. 
I really liked the subtle touches that I thought the film was going to do more of, and I wish they had, instead of doing more cliched things, like the way that they start the race in the beginning of the film is there's a train that goes through every night at the same right, time, right, right. and when it hits a certain point, it blows its whistle to tell you it's coming up. Right. And when that whistle goes off, man, they take off. And right. I love that. That right. was really creative. I don't see that. That wasn't bad, and then like the one person didn't make it in time right. to cross the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was cool. And, and for me, you know, it's fun to watch Aaron Paul. Everybody knows him from Breaking Bad, um, and I think he's a good actor. It's fun to watch him. It's just kind of neat to see Michael Keaton all of a sudden in every film, right. you know, whether Popping it's Robocop or this. But it was it was fun to see him play this former driver with a heart condition who can't race who anymore, can't drive, so he who just now just, to start this thing, just right. does this thing, and he sells these, these lines. Um, my favorite part is when you know, Dino realizes that Toby's coming across the country to try to race him, and he fears him so much, he puts a hit out on him. Right. And when there are bounty hunters chasing you across, right. like, you know, Highway 65, and you're running off these vistas, and I actually, as, as ridiculous as that whole thing was, I was eating it up. I right. loved it. I thought it was really fun. Right. It was, and Michael Keaton selling it is like, oh, man, he's coming, it, and you've got a hit on him. This is incredible. Right. It, it was completely goofy, except that that was, like, I the kind of goofy that you could run with because I could Dino, totally get behind it. Dino for no great reason that yeah. we think necessarily makes any sense, he puts a a bounty of it. sorts, right? right? Not that you have to like kill him, but no, no, just if keep you keep him from being able to make it to the race. Right, because the race you starts get my Lamborghini at a certain whatever, time. Yeah. Right? And and people that are listening they're like, damn uh, right. <laughs> and it's funny because like, there's okay. only this just this Ford Mustang that everyone's looking for. But right. It, it uh, had promise in ways, but I mean, it was only going to, for me, sometimes you've said this, and we're getting real close to, so I'll stop, but um, it was only ever going to be a certain high rating. Even if right, this was the right. greatest car film I'd ever seen, it right. was never going to be a nine. You know, I just, I couldn't see it. Right. And it fell really far from it because it didn't stay with the things that were really making it a strong film, like it started in the beginning. Right. And it, and it just, it got really goofy and you know. and then you know people will probably send in questions especially because you talked about this because you were saying at the at the beginning of the show yeah. you said because you know there's something that this is doing and it's doing it pretty well i think and, this film and okay so so yeah. first of all um there's there's definitely something this is trying to do i think the film is doing i it don't does. think it's actually doing it that oh, well i don't know because i think it's it's trying to do too many things that it's not actually doing any of those things yeah. very well. Yeah. And if it would have, I would have liked it better. Yeah. If it would have, if it would have taken like that end race and said, look, this is like yeah. psycho movie, crazy right. racing thing. Right. And done that and actually right. stuck with it. Yeah. But also, you know, there's, there's that, uh, there's that thing where I get to deny the, <laughs> the value of what you're trying I love how to you, be. Yeah. You've given yourself an escape clause. That's, That's right. Very interesting. Exactly. Because uh, whatever this movie's trying to do, mm-hmm. it it has to lose some just on right. that not being something that's uh, I would actually love, a legitimate thing to do. I would love to have seen this movie as a ninety minute movie. Yeah, I think I think I would have really would have been. I think it would have been more in line it, with it Fast and the Furious and Speed. If you'd have taken all of the, you might not even have to rewrite the movie or anything. Not a whole if, lot. If you'd have taken all of what they had mm-hmm. and just been forced to edit it down that much you'd have had to pick one right exactly you'd have had to pick a direction you were going 
Yeah. And we've only got a minute left, and I don't know uh, nah. that we need to go over for anything, although there is one more thing that I wanted to uh-huh. talk about really quickly. So we might go over just a little bit. Okay. Um, and that is one of, one of the other problems that I had with the movie that I really wish they'd have done something with, and they they didn't, and they left it hanging there, and then it didn't like pull me in as much. But um, we're going to run out of time, so we're going <laughs> to say... That's the cliffhanger for the that's live right. listeners. That's, that's awesome. Right. Uh, so tune in more for that. So uh, we didn't love it, but go see it anyway, because it's fantastic. <laughs> that's that's our recommendation. Thanks a lot for tuning in for the uh, live listeners. Uh, we'll be back next week, and next week is Divergent, yep. right? And so we'll be back with Divergent, and... You know, I don't know. Share with your friends. Tell everyone you know. Make yeah. people show up and listen to it and subscribe in iTunes. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah. That didn't work, I'm sure. It was but close enough. Whatever. But... Um, but, you know, the one thing that I, I really wanted this movie to do, and I actually thought it was going to do it for quite a while, and then it, it just never showed up, yeah. is what the movie never does is actually get us to believe that he's a really good driver in any other way than just that he wins things. Right. And, I mean, he's clearly a pretty good driver. I mean, he, yeah. he does a lot of things where he drives around right. and, you know, whatever. But so he, like, wins that first race. But the the driving is oddly shot mm-hmm. a lot of the time mm-hmm. where you're not really showing – there's a lot of other movies that do this a lot better yeah. where you're not really getting – anything about whether or not anyone's actually good at driving. Right. Right. And then half the time he wins, it's because somebody runs into something. Right. Just like when you play the game. Now that really is like a thing from the the game, game, right? Yeah. Because half of winning that game is, you know, just surviving. Dumb luck of surviving. Right. right? And uh, which, (laughs) which I think makes it interesting that they say at the beginning, well, he's patient and he's like, I thought that was a really interesting thing. He's good because he's patient. Right. Right. And and that was a real letdown because you couldn't really get into the whole. Uh, we have to have this like rivalry where he's really better than mm-hmm. than Dino, but you know even in the actual final race, yeah, he's they're just the guys that are still there at the end, right? You know, he's the guy who happened to not get slaughtered by the weird cop. <laughs> Yeah, demolition ram of <laughs> yeah. doom project, yeah. whatever that was, which I thought that was like so. That part of the movie really like threw me because I was waiting for the cops to have something interesting there, right? And the the choppers flying overhead, going, "Oh, they're coming!" And are you in position? And we keep going back to that cop. Yep. And the cops like, "Oh, yep, I'm all ready." Yeah. And we're all set up here and everything. And you're you're like, "What do they got yeah. going on now?" Because they're doing this running. <laughs> running block thing where the cars are going and those cars get destroyed. But again, by the time you get to the end, it's just because you're not the one who ran right, into the pinned, cop or right, whatever. Right. It's not because you're good. It's because right. you happen to be on the left side of the street right now when, when yeah. the thing fell on the other guy or right. whatever it is. Right. But man, when that cop thing happened and then they go, okay, ready, go. And the cop just like sends his car <laughs> off. <laughs> All rams yeah. the like stick down on yeah, the gas. Yeah, uses his nightstick and pins and, it down, and, and then just goes, "Okay, go!" And the car rams into one of the other cars mm-hmm. just as it's coming by. I'm like, first of all, 
There's no way you could time that in a million years. Right? <laughs> Superman's cape wouldn't look because like that. Because yeah. some hellicopter above you is going, go right now. And right. it's actually going to work out that, you yeah, know, Bob, everything. the <laughs> friggin' state trooper, yeah. sends it into gear, and wham, you run into that car that's going 180 miles an hour right yeah. now. But even still, it's like, really? That's what cops do now yeah. to stop cars? Is and and not only that, but like you you were talking about how is anyone paying attention to anything, right? Yeah. So like not five minutes ago, they they pulled back on using the spike strips because they were driving too fast. Right. Because if you if, if you send the because then you'd have another dead little brother, right? Right. Because the exact same thing basically would happen with these kind of cars. Right. Uh, theoretically, I guess that's apparently what the cops think. They anyway. must, I don't know. Yeah. That would end the race too soon if we could just right. if we could just throw out spike strips. <laughs> yeah. So, so that which spike strips are a thing in the movie. You know, when you're the cops throw spike strips at you. I mean, in the in, in the, the game. in the video yeah. game, yeah, the cops throw the spike yeah. strips at you and all this whatever. Right. But but just a few minutes ago, they said, "Oh, yep, don't do the spike strips because yep. I guess we have a theory that these kind of insane cars that are, you know, that I guess like a strong enough wind will just send them flying <laughs> through the air, yeah. especially if they're going fast enough. If we put the spike strips and cause them to kind of like blow or turn real fast or whatever, they'll just start flipping through the air and who knows what will happen. And then, and then we killed that guy. Right. So, which translates into we have absolutely no reason for saying not to use the spike strips except right, that we don't I, want to end the race. And I love, yeah, because driving your car into somebody doing 180 but, isn't going to hurt somebody. Right, but but right after we said, ah, we better not do that, let's, uh, you know, for a minute I was like, am I in, you know, when you see the guy, they're driving through the woods at this point now. Mm-hmm. We started out wherever kind of in the woods almost, it almost yeah. looked like we were filming on part of uh highway one yeah uh, uh going up the coast and i have no idea where they were or anything like that but <laughs> but at one point that we're driving now we're like in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. we've turned a little the road has taken us a little bit away from the cliff of the ocean yep. for right now and we go like through the woods and there's this cop like sitting there, like all. Pl- I'm like, are we in Endor? Is he gonna like release the two logs that yep. are gonna smash the car? That would have been awesome. What is going to happen right now? Yeah. Uh, what I thought was gonna happen was is that he was there. Just was gonna be a tree. Like they were cutting down a tree, and they were just gonna have a tree in the road. Go yeah. get right. past that. I was waiting for that, and I was waiting. The road is no. They're super... shooting cars at people. <laughs> The road isn't terribly long, uh, wide either. I thought the cop was just going to park in the median and make them slow down to go around him. Right. Because it actually because there's like no high, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere it, else. It you, like could, you could go around them, off, but you would have to right? go really slow. So, which which the, that's the other thing that is just crazy hilarious about the movie is that first of all, there's no way the cops found out about this. Yeah. There's no way the cops are all set up. I mean, there are cops everywhere. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the chopper is after them like a minute after the race starts. Right. Which means the chopper's been laying in wait Waiting. somewhere. Yeah. You know, choppers can't just instantly appear <laughs> at, the, at the road. In this movie, they can. Well, in this movie, they do it a couple times, right. actually. Yeah. Uh, they need help. Later, and he goes, hey, dude, I need help. And yeah, then, where are swing, you? Yep. Here I which, am. Which, you know, that probably has some kind of weird connection to the um, video game, because when you have when you hit the chopper help button, 
Oh yeah, you, right, right. You, you probably you get, don't have you to get wait. Your buddy to Benny in the air. Yeah. Right. Who knows what that is? But that was really funny when oh, they were. Man. He's hitting the thing. It, we need we, help. We need help. Yeah. And like a minute later, right. Boom! There's a chopper in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Right. He, he had to be on his way for an hour. He had, <laughs> and yet, boom! He, there he had enough power ups. Right. He, had, he, had, he had managed <laughs> to do it. But yeah. So the but the cop one was just I it was funny hilarious. Just, yeah. All these cops are here. It was. The only way that all those cops could have been there at the time that they are when the race goes on, right, yeah. is if they could have just as easily just stopped the whole race before it ever started. Right. They were there. You guys look like you're about to race. <laughs> right, exactly. We're going to have to see some ideas. <laughs> we know you're about to What's race. What's this blood on the front of your bumper, kid? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that one was good, too. I yeah. think this is yours. Yeah. He throws the ring in. Anyway, but... Uh, but what's hilarious is that the cops keep trying to stop him. The cops are everywhere setting up to stop him. Mm-hmm. Whatever with the guy loading up his car as a bullet to do that later. And they're doing this like running roadblock kind of goofy thing. And they've got all these plans and schemes and everything. Yeah. And at the point that the guy does that, a lot of the race where the cops are involved, there's a fair amount of road. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if the cops actually had any brains, right. that would end the movie really fast anyway. But yeah. if the cops actually had any brains, right at that part of the road, like you said, if you would have just pulled and parked sideways. In the middle, yeah. There's whatever. nowhere for them to go yeah. at that point. Right. At, at every other point, we, we're moving around we stuff. Where yeah. We have to stop really fast so we can swing around you or whatever. Yeah. But at that point in the road, when they're in the middle of the forest, it just like drops off the side right yeah. there. If you tried to go around him, you <laughs> right. would flip over the trees anyway. Yeah. The tree. Anyway, um, but I I kind of expected that they were going to give us a little bit more detail on why we're supposed to believe he's so good. Yeah. Other than just seeing him drive, and. Yeah, and, and and going well. See, he won that race, right. and and stuff like that. And some of the stuff that he does, you know, quite frankly, anyone could do. Right. It's just that no one does. Right. No right. one's dumb enough to do it, but it's not hard to do. Right. Like when you're driving through the streets and stuff, it's not like you're the world's greatest driver just because you did that. I thought we were going to get a little story of convincing us right you know they were going to talk even, about racing and... even a throwaway thing like I've, i mean it's weird what you remember from movies but i remember from um the tom cruise movie days of thunder where he literally says his character cole trickles like i don't know anything about cars because they're talking to him about all these things he's like i don't know anything about it. i can just drive them right i don't even know why i can do it yeah, i just can do it right and even that is so dismissive even just some kind but of a just thing, that, right? just a just a line and there's never anything it's just he always could do it, I guess. Right. You just it's like the backstory with Dino. You just yeah, it's you just, just he's there the, he's that guy. and just play along. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um I think that's enough about this movie yeah. for sure. But uh it was it was interesting. It you know it's got that. It was it was definitely something and it's it's probably something for the niche audience, you know. I don't know the need for speed group. But I mean I think every I think you can reliably see almost in the same way a horror film will come out. In that type of way, there's going to be a car film, you know, two or three times a year. And it's because there's enough car film lovers that go see them. And this, for what it is, like what you said in the beginning, for what it is, as far as a technical achievement, you know, no CGI, just real people doing this stuff. That's amazing. Like, it's easy to forget that that's 
crazy. Well, I don't when know that what they're none doing. of it is CGI. M- but a lot of it is real. Very, very much of it is and just like regular, like guys driving crazy, awesome ways. And that's amazing because it's not and often. Yet, and yet a lot of it is very strange, maybe for us more than other people. Because, you know, like you mentioned, I don't know, Cannonball Run or yeah. whatever. But there was a lot of stuff, and because we were really doing it, mm-hmm. it looks different, and it yeah. feels different. And there's a part right. where they're, you know, they refuel the car yeah, without yeah. stopping. That all of a sudden, I'm kind of going, is this like smoking the band? I know or it something? felt like it's that like, too. Yep. It's, there's something about this really driving the cars, and yeah. you know when you go back to movies like that where there was no CGI to do, you either right. really you either could do it, it or yeah. you wrote something else, <laughs> right? You figured out something <laughs> right. else to do, right? Right. And that scene where the, you know the guy has to get up on the truck so that he yeah. can do the thing and everything that was it was you know it's very weird. reminiscent. But but man, you have this. I would like to see this director mm-hmm. uh, stick with those values. And make something with a story right. that we don't with it. that we don't have to at several different points really go goofy with. Yeah. You know, with the uh, you know if if only Dino had like a mustache to twirl or he, you he know, was it missing was, it. He it was really so was. Weird. Anyway, uh, we will uh, get out of here, yeah. I think, and and be done with Need for Speed, but. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep the emails coming, yeah. and you can uh, send those to questions at com and ask us about upcoming movies or you know movies we covered before, whatever. <laughs> send us anything, your thoughts, and if they are interesting and worthwhile, for sure even, if, even if you're telling us that you hate it or whatever, <laughs> yeah. we, will, uh, we will talk about them on the next show, yeah. and we will uh, see you next week. Yeah, bye. Thanks. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.